Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Manxiety Podcast. It feels really weird to be doing this intro still <laughs> and not the Therapy Thursday. I was like, is it Thursday? What's today? What are we doing? Like, what's I, just... You know, you'll get used to it, man. We, we've talked about habits before. I think once we get to two weeks, well, I, I guess it doesn't really work that way because huh? we only record once a week. Uh, once we get to the 14th episode <laughs> of you starting it, I think I think it'll feel more normal. Is that what it is now? It's going to take, It's four, is it 14 days to make a habit? Uh, isn't that what it was? I always thought it was two weeks to make, maybe it was longer. I thought it was Maybe that's weeks. for you because you're disciplined as fuck, bro. Out here doing shit, changing your life in 14 <laughs> days, bro. Building a, building a back porch and retiling everything. And I don't know about changing house. my life, man. It's just, I don't know. When you do something every day for 14 days, I feel like it just, it kind of sticks. Yeah. I mean, maybe it doesn't. I, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I think, I don't, I don't know. I feel like they always change the number. It's like eggs. Eggs are healthy, you know, one decade. The next, they're, they're unhealthy. The next, it's good cholesterol versus bad. It's like, <laughs> who the fuck knows, man? Habits, it's like, do a habit in five days, six, you know. It's like, uh, uh, what is what's it, that shit? Like six second abs or whatever? Like, like uh, yeah, there's some those, movie where they're like, well, bro, I came whatever. up with five second abs to like, you know, undercut it. So it's like, start a habit in five hours instead of 14 days yeah five hours yeah habit go you know that's basically what what we're gonna be it sounds like you're advertising habit burger no but habit go is our new sponsor what's up i I don't own the domain but habit go Go. i don't know i just made it up okay just like you made up that word last week uh guilt shaming yeah or guilt keeping yeah Yeah. i make up a lot of things usually it's conversations in my head you do are, 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 are they ever with your imaginary friends? Um, no, no I'm just kidding. You don't have imaginary friends either, do you? <laughs> I don't have real ones or imaginary uh, ones. Um, I'm just kidding. So this week, let me start off with what the topic will be. I mean, obviously, again, you've seen the episode title, so you know that it's going to be disconnected. And how you don't want to talk about your week first? Disconnected from the world. Well, well I just we're changing to make things sure... up again, Matt. Actually, no, no, I... I just no, 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 no. I, I just wanted to say what it was, and then we'll talk about our weeks. Because last week you shamed me. You're like, "Oh, bro, we, why are you saying this after guilt, guilt, <laughs> guilt, 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 guilt?" And I was just like, "Bro, just we're talking joke. about guilt keeping, and you're over here trying to guilt keep me, bro, 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 bro." I sound like a parrot when I do that, bro. A little bit. <laughs> um, no, I was. I was reading this thing about how um, most resolutions fail within the first two weeks right so then people were saying don't let that happen to you like even if you failed within those two weeks pick it up again now like those two weeks are done you failed it's fine start start another resolution or start your resolution again today and see how long you'll go because maybe this time you go three weeks and then you do the same thing again next time and then you go four weeks and then five weeks and then you know eventually Hopefully it sticks, right? Becomes a habit and you don't stop doing it. It becomes an actual resolution for the whole year. Yeah, I see it as kind of a a ratio game. If you do two weeks and you stop, you've done two weeks out of 52, right? It's a pretty low percentage overall. But if you do two weeks, you take a break for a day or two, do another two weeks, right? 
take a break for a day or two. You know, you just fall off. Like if that's where you're naturally hitting your cliff, do another two weeks, another two weeks, another two weeks. Next thing you're going to know, you've actually done, you know, 35 to 40 weeks out of the year of being on this habit and not letting yourself get deterred from that massive goal of one year of X, Y, and Z. Right. Because it happened to me where I, uh, I missed a day of meditating. I was really busy at work, was hanging out with friends, doing stuff, whatever. And then just like got home and like didn't think about it, went to bed, woke up the next morning, I was like, fuck, I broke my streak. But instead of going, oh, you dummy, you're so dumb. Why, why didn't you do that? I was just like, okay, well, today's day one, but like it's going to, yeah, I was on day, you know, 12. Now it's going to be day one, but that's okay, right? It's like, I'll still try to get to 12. Let me try and beat that record and, and keep going. No, definitely. That, that kind of reminds me of, um, snapchat streaks because me and one of my friends got one going on and i think we'd gotten to like 200 or something at one point like it was almost a year uh and then i i just forgot and and i didn't do it for a day and we lost it but then we just started again and i keep forgetting <laughs> we've never gotten that far again but i try my best anytime i forget the next day i you know i'm just sending another snap out this reminds me of when you've spoken in the past about journaling how when you go back and you open up your journal, you see a journal entry that says, I haven't journaled in six months. I'm going to start anew. I really want to, you know, it's like some like happy moment you had. And then you're like, that was six months ago. And then, then and then today you're like, I saw my journal entry from six months ago. Today is a new day. I'm going to be consistent. And then six it's just every six months you have like a little a little check in. I mean, um, maybe, maybe, okay. maybe my journaling habit is uh, journaling every six months. You know, it can happen. Yeah, it's just, it's just like what your internal clock is wired to. Six yeah. months, you just pick up a pen and go, well, I got to do something with this guy and start writing. That's funny. So how's, how's your week, Matt? Uh, my week was great. Do you want to start off with your week first? Sure. You want to change things up again on these people? Yeah, let's just no. let's, let's keep everybody on their toes, everybody. Yeah, my, my week was um, was pretty damn good, man. I did not nice. work on the house. Um. I know, I know, big change. Uh, I decided to take a week off and uh, and not do any house-related stuff. Uh, I had a really good conversation with uh, with my dad, who I don't usually have conversations with, like, you know, I, I internalize a lot. So I think it was um, just an overall good conversation. I mean, I, you know, I, I was able to share my thoughts, share my feelings, which I don't usually do. Uh, and I feel like most guys don't really... I don't know, it's kind of, I don't know, frowned upon or we just maybe don't do it for one reason or another. But uh, I, w- I was able to do that. So that that went really well. Um, decided to make some marmalade from my grapefruit tree. So spent like maybe like five, six hours on Monday, which was a day off uh, trying to make marmalade, which unfortunately came out kind of runny. But um now I know for next time, you know, next time I'll change things up a little bit and make it a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, my week, again, it's just, it's been a pretty good week. It's been relaxing. I've been able to go on some runs. You know, I've been focusing a little bit more on my meds, um, trying to get enough sleep, you know, trying to eat a good diet, get my exercises in uh, and do Again, my meditations, I I think I've done maybe like one or two formal meditations this week, but uh, I do try to be more uh, present sort of throughout the day. I do breathing exercise throughout the day just to um, just to center myself, you know, 
uh, from one moment to the next. Yeah, man. Overall, overall good week. How's your week? Also pretty great. I got to see some friends this weekend. Went to a beach bonfire a couple Ooh. days later. My throat was a little scratchy. Dun, dun, dun. I was worried. I I was talking to to a shot. And I was like, I don't know, dude. It could be COVID. I got no fucking clue. Tested this morning on my, my at-home kit. It was negative. My throat felt a lot better. And I was like, huh, dummy. It's probably because you were at a bonfire and you were breathing in smoke all freaking night. And like... You know, your voice is just a little raspy. Also, because um, at work, as I mentioned, I'm I'm leaving to another role at a different company. I've been talking nonstop with everybody because I'm transitioning mm-hmm. some of my, my clients over and all this stuff. And I talk a lot on this podcast, certainly. People know me as, as the talker. It was too much for me. Was I, I was about much. to say, how is that point. different from any other day? Because don't don't you just always talk? I have a lot of downtime. Interesting. You know, I'm working on other stuff. Like I'll be in between meetings doing stuff, but just having to run like seven hours worth of meetings in a row. Yeah. My voice is like, can we please stop, good sir? Have no, a lozenge. It, 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 Calm it also the fuck just down. wears you down, man. Just being in yeah, one meeting just, after another after another. You know, by the third meeting, you're just dreading it already. Yeah, and just the mental energy that it takes to just sit there and be like, all right, let me talk about this thing and this and. I'm also terrible at goodbyes when I was telling some of the clients like they'd be getting new um, account managers. It's just like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss you all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know what to say here. Um, I'll miss you too. Can, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I did, but it was like, you know, you could add me on like LinkedIn or something. I don't know. We can stay friends. Like, See, you got you to do it like my account manager is. did it, man. Uh, th- there's a vendor that I'm, I'm working with. We, um, we buy one of their products for, for my company. And he hit me up maybe about two, three weeks ago. Uh, and he was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to be transitioning away from being your account manager, um, moving over to a new role. Um, you know, do, do you want to talk about a possible renewal? Because our renewal is coming up uh, in a couple of months. He's like, do you want to talk about a possible early renewal? And because I'm leaving, I'll make it worth your, your while, right? So I'm like, all right cool let's do it so sit down with him talk about a renewal and i mean he's just giving me these like out of these world rates that are significantly less than what sort of what we're paying now uh and are going to be much less than you know what we would be paying later because usually if you have a product or service uh year after year they'll you know upcharge you because prices of things go up uh, so you're not going to be getting the same rate that you were getting last year. But, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he did it the right way. He He's leaving his role. He's transitioned me off. But he's also, you know, taking care of me and, and closing this really good deal. It'd be really funny if that was just his tactic to get you to renew. And then, <laughs> like, he shows up. He's, like, still your account manager. Like, hey, that, what's that up? That would be pretty funny. But then I would cancel the but contract. No, definitely not. If he was giving me that good, <laughs> I, 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 I got, I got to write uh, some, some fine print on the contract that says, uh, "If you end up staying as our account manager, this contract is nullified." There you go. There you go. Yeah, little, little sales technique, right? Like what I was telling my customers, I was, I was switching. Like, oh, like you know, let me like give feedback and all this stuff. Oh, like that's nice of you, right? And then some of them were joking, like, 
can I give you like really bad feedback and make you like look bad? And I was like, I don't care what you do. Like, it's not going to matter. <laughs> not going to be but here. They were like, yeah, you know, they're just like, oh, like, what if I just say something like, I don't know, something out- outrageous. I was like, I-, I mean, if I'm here, I'll see it. But I- again, like, you can do whatever you want, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, have fun with it, certainly. But but they're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give them like a one star and be like, how dare they not pay you a million dollars to stay on or something? And I was like, that would be funny. They're going to think I've told you to say that. Like, that's not, they're going to be like, what? That's hilarious. Imagine all of your clients just start, start doing that. Yeah, that's, um, that'd be a nice little confidence booster, but I don't think they're going to do anything crazy like that. Um, but I've built a lot of fun relationships with them. So it's, it does suck to say goodbye, you know, and, and saying like bye to my team members and stuff as well. And in one of our team meetings, I used actually a, um, I'll be quick. I used a, a stoic exercise about like the negative visualization stuff, the one that I like doing, which is um, the last time that you do anything. So I was explaining a little bit about stoicism with them and then also um, what the exercise is and then saying like, you know, this is the last time we're going to have a team meeting in this iteration of the team, right? Because if, you know, it leaves the door open for like, oh, if I ever come back, whatever, like the team will be different, right? People will be different at that right. point. And it was just like, because of that, you know, just really hold on to those moments and treat them as special because it could be the last time that you're doing this thing as well. And you don't know until it is the last time, right? Yeah. You know, it's like if you get into a car accident and you become a quadriplegic and you knew that was going to happen like in five years, you'd be really appreciative of walking and running and going up the stairs and things like that, right? But once it's gone, uh, maybe gone forever and then it's it's really tough to, to deal with, you know, so... If you're at home, you don't think about that. What if this is the last time you were tuning into the Manxiety podcast? What if this is our last episode? Or what if this is, I don't know, whatever happened to you or us or whatever? You'd really want to pay attention, right? You'd want to leave us five stars. You'd give us a like. You'd tell your friends. All those things that we hope you're doing. I mean, we've been growing. We hope that you're you're a part of that <laughs> if you like us and, and you're listening. But um, yeah, all jokes aside, it was... Um, it was a good time with my coworkers. It was it was good overall, and I'm just really excited for for this year and the changes and everything else. And um, yeah, just a good good week overall. I have nothing to really complain about. That's awesome, except for um, potentially thinking my throat had COVID <laughs> or something. But there's a uh, sort of going off what you were saying about uh, your team, and you know, it'll it's not going to be the same team. Sort of this is the last meeting with this team in this moment. Uh, there's a really good quote by uh, Heraclides. Heraclides. Heraclitus. Anyway, uh, he, he, he was one of the um, old Stoics. Uh, and the quote goes, a man cannot step into the same river twice because it is not the same river and he is not the same man. Why? Why? Why didn't you tell me this like a, <laughs> six hours ago? I could have let the team. I could have ended on that. And email them. Been like, email them. Just go like, hey, show. just a follow, quick follow up to our meeting. You know, here here's a really great quote by Heraclides. And then you just. Bam! Or you record yourself saying it. Oh shit! Like I pretend it's mine. You know, a little. No, no. You gotta, you know, make oh. your voice like correctly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it? Is it? What does his voice sound like? Is it like Christian Bale and uh, Batman? Dude, I have no clue. A man cannot walk into a river twice, for the river is different, and so is the man. There you I go. Butchered it. There you um, go. Well, it's good to hear, man. It's good to hear you had a good week. Uh, so, like you mentioned, today's topic is disconnected. And sort of what brought about uh, the topic for today is, as many of you have heard, there was a volcanic eruption uh, near Tonga, 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 
Um, and basically what happened is, you know, volcano erupted. Here in Southern California, we got some tsunami warnings. You know, uh, Hawaii, I think, got some tsunami warnings. Different parts of uh, sort of beach towns that were close to it got some of them. But one of the bigger effects that this um, eruption had is that... I don't want to say effects. So I guess let, let, let me talk about the outcome and I'll talk about sort of what happened. So as of right now, the people of Tonga right have no access to really the outside world and the reason for that is because uh i don't know if many of you know this but the way that the internet works right everyone just thinks it it kind of just works but uh in reality i thought it was just in the cloud yeah yeah that's that's what a lot of people think the clouds do not <laughs> transfer the data between everything wait uh, so when it rains i don't i don't lose data no, you do. If you go outside when it's raining and you stick your tongue out, you'll just gain all the knowledge that's coming from the rain. You're downloading kilobytes of data as the rain is coming down. That'd be a dope way to learn <laughs> some matrix shit. That, that is totally not true. And I have something funny to talk about that too because I just read something. But no, the, the way the internet works, right, is everything is wired to each other. People don't really think about this very much because... Um, uh, you're on Wi-Fi, you're using cellular phones, um, you're doing all this stuff, and no one really thinks about how uh, you're able to talk to someone from here uh, in, you know, the other side of the world, or how, uh, you know, you're able to send emails there, or, you know, watch videos there, or whatever it is. But the whole backbone of the internet um, is is wires, right? So within, you know, your own country, there's literal, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of miles of wires connecting you to everyone else around you. And then from one country to the next, uh, there are underwater cables that run across the Atlantic that connect countries to each other via the internet. And again, people don't usually think about this, but there's literal wiring going from the United States over to Europe across the ocean. And it's all under, within the ocean. So what happened with Tonga is there, there, there was a single wire that goes to Tonga because it's an island, you know, they, they didn't have any other connections. And uh, due to the eruption, that wire was cut, right? So when that wire got cut, all internet connectivity to and from Tonga was also cut. Um, now, there are ways of reaching people in Tonga, right? There's satellite phones. There, There's maybe a couple of other ways that we can reach them and talk to them. But they don't, most of the people there and most of the people here don't really have a, uh, a stable and consistent connection to the people and, you know, to each other. And so what brought this, uh, that, that, that was sort of the inspiration for this topic. But uh, then when we talked a little bit about it, we realized that, you know, this this happens sometimes to us in in the age we live in now where everything is so connected and we're always connected to each other and to the world. Um, you know, when you go somewhere and you don't have cell service, right? I, I know that for a couple of years ago uh, when I hadn't really been anywhere like that for a while, the first time I went, like, I didn't have cell service, you know, I kind of freaked out. I had a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, well, what happens if there's an emergency, 
right? I can't call 911. Like there's no there's no cell service. Um, now, for people out there that don't know this, if you ever dial 911 on your phone, it'll find any cellular connection and it'll try to connect you. So if you have Verizon and you don't have service, but there's an AT&T you know, cell tower nearby, your 911 call will still go through. So let's keep that in mind. But, um, I mean, there are instances where you're just completely away from everything. There's literally nothing around you, no cell towers, no nothing. Um, and it can be scary, right? You, you, that was the first thought I had was, what if something happens? How do I dial 911? How do I get emergency help? And it's because we live in this connected world all the time and, and kind of this bubble where not having a connection, a cellular connection or a Wi-Fi connection or whatever um, makes us feel this way. Uh, and a lot of people, they're, you know, they, and I, I see this with sort of people my age, now people older than us. Uh, the only person I don't see this with is my grandpa. And he, I mean, he has a cell phone that he maybe makes a call once or twice every now and then, but he is not connected to anything like, the man just goes on walks. That that's what he enjoys doing and reading the newspaper. But you know that there are many people like him. Like he can sit in quiet and just not do anything, think. And I catch myself doing this sometimes. Where like I don't have anything going on, and my natural instinct is like take out my phone and open up Instagram, open up you know Twitter, open up Reddit, check this or check that or look something up, whatever it is. Um, and we don't give ourselves any time to just be quiet and to um, sit with our thoughts. Um, so yeah, again, the first time sort of that I hadn't done that in a while, had some anxiety. I was, you know, what am I going to do? But after that initial thing passes of like, you know, why do I need help? I mean, if there's an emergency, there's other people around me, someone can rush, even if there wasn't, you know, I'm prepared. I've, I know how to survive. I've taken, you know, outdoor survival or whatever it is. I have a car. I can drive myself somewhere, whatever it may be. Um, you, you start realizing that, you know, you're not really stuck, that you can take care of yourself. Um, and now, now I look for that, right? Like I enjoy, uh, we were talking about like hunting. I enjoy going hunting. I enjoy going camping and disconnecting, even though technically, Right, my phone is still there. I probably still have cell service. I usually just leave my phone, you know, away, or I put it into airplane mode, or whatever it is, and I try to just be in the moment where I am, sort of in nature, or if I'm fishing, or if I'm hunting, or whatever I'm doing. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point. It's that you enjoy disconnecting, but not being disconnected. Right. Right. One is kind of a more permanent aspect like we're seeing with tonga where it's like they're disconnected from the internet it's not connected they're not choosing to go on a walk and look at the sunset and go on a beautiful hike or something right they've been disconnected from it it's it's less of a um a choice sometimes right that's what i was and about to say one, one's a choice and the other one is forced i guess or a yeah it's it's kind of um situation forced or maybe more abrupt situational yeah. too as well right um you know, because we, we talk a lot about how social media can cause anxiety, right? Being hyper-connected can be a bad thing. 
And part of that feeds into being disconnected as well, because when you're disconnected, now our brains are wired to look for that dopamine hit and say like, well, let me check my messages. Let me do this. And I know I get stuck in that like loop if I'm like, okay, let me check Instagram. Okay, let me check Facebook. Let me check LinkedIn. Let me check my text messages, which obviously aren't lit up <laughs> either, right? It's just like, let me just like, you, you know, like cycle through like three or four different apps. And then it's like, well, obviously if you got a notification, it would come through. Why are you checking this? Like, what, right. what are you doing, right? Um, so being truly disconnected, because in, in the case of your, your grandpa, I wonder if he would feel more disconnected if he didn't have a newspaper. Because you were saying he likes reading the newspaper as well, right? That's how like he gets the news and stuff. So it's like, if you had no newspaper or nothing... Yeah, you still go on walks, but then like, where are you getting that new information and learning new things? And that's what our nah, brains he, are kind of wired to do. Uh, he 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 doesn't care. He's from a different generation. If he doesn't have a newspaper, he'll just read a book. If he doesn't have a book, he'll just I don't know, watch the grass grow. <laughs> like he's very much he doesn't need any of that stuff. Good, yeah, because I mean, like a form of connection is like reading a book too, right? In a sense, you're reading somebody else's words and stuff, right? And like, there's still like levels of connectedness, but in the example of just not having cell service, that could be scary because you know, like a shot said, like, what if you got to call nine one one? Right. Then what do you do, right? And then also being hyper disconnected too with stuff like COVID, right? If you didn't see your friends and and you were locked down and kind of being safe and all that stuff, and now you haven't seen people in a while, now you're too disconnected from them. You're like, how do I? remake that connection how do i be social again what do i say what do i do right um, how do i not be awkward well the good news is everybody's gonna be fucking awkward so don't don't worry too much about that one but it's it's definitely interesting seeing the extremes between hyper connectivity and then complete disconnection right right and how both of those extremes can cause a lot of anxiety in us and then we kind of want to have that middle point where you're doing things like a shot said where you're being in the present moment, taking time for yourself and not trying not to focus on, oh my God, what's new on this or who's talking about this or what's going on on this social media site, right? We know it's tough because they're designed to make us addicted, um, right? That's the business model. More clicks, more likes, more views, more whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, ha having nothing can also be really scary, right? What are you going to do for laughs? You know, if you can't watch memes and, and random TikTok videos or whatever, what, what would you do? I don't know. What would you do? I mean, I don't like TikTok. Well, you'd probably go take a walk or go hunting. <laughs> you actually have hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally hate TikTok. <laughs> um, it, it's like a black hole, man. It just sucks you in. Like, my wife will send me stuff every now and then on TikTok. And I have the app, right? Because, you know, she does stuff on TikTok and I want to support her. But she'll send me stuff sometimes. And I'll, I'll literally open up the thing she sent, right? I'll watch it. And another video will come. And I'll start watching it. And then another one, another one. And, and by the time I look up from that one video, it's been like 30 minutes. And I'm just like, what the hell just happened? Like, it's, it literally just sucks you in. So I, like, I have fight hard. Like, if I have a video that I need to watch, I literally watch the video. And then I won't even let it, like, go to the next. I'll just close the app as soon as that video is done um you know don't don't want the other videos to to tempt me yeah dude it's the world of autoplay yeah right when when netflix came up with that where they were like i think they were the first to you know hey you watch an episode we're gonna autoplay the next one in 10 seconds 
you know, you don't have to get up, you don't have to press a button, just lay on the couch, next one's coming, next one's coming, and you're just like, all right, I guess I'll, I guess I'll watch yep. the next six seasons of Friends, okay, oh, <laughs> sure, right, you know, next thing you know, it's been like four days, you haven't showered, you're like, where the fuck am I, you know? <laughs> no food, no water. Uh, um, yeah, dude. Sp- speaking of being disconnected, uh, there, there's this island that maybe we mentioned it once on the podcast before called North Sentinel Island. And no one on that island, that that island has never been touched by the modern world, right? So they know nothing about modern technology, about uh, the outside world, about any kind of advanced technology. They, they're literally like secluded from everything. And apparently anytime anyone tries to approach the island, the villagers will start throwing spears at them. Um but it's, uh, I, I guess it's considered a, what do they call it? Forbidden island where no one is allowed to visit this island. Interesting. Because that's where that uh, the guy died. Yeah. I think they shot him with arrows and stuff because he was trying to bring uh, Christianity or something to the island to save them. Yeah, and something like I think, that. And then they ruled that like nobody's ever allowed to go there because there's, it's like they're not going to understand. It would be like unplugging from the Matrix. No, it's it's Which true. Is fucking crazy. Cause you imagine like, just with the Matrix analogy, right? If there's like some deeper whatever, if there's like more, cause you know, I mean, I'm not super well traveled, right? Like I only know where the fuck I've been. It's like, oh, the ocean is actually 16 times larger than we thought it was, and there's like all these other islands and shit that we've never explored, and you know, it's just like, fuck. Well, the depths of the ocean have, I think we've only explored like 10 percent or something of the of something the like ocean. That. Yeah, cause it's some- too pressurized, right? uh yeah i think two pressure and it's just massive right like no one's ever really explored that much but they're finding new stuff sort of all the time um in the ocean and just it's it's pretty crazy i know a lot of people are like trying to explore space and like that is just we're like you know a speck of dust in like the mm-hmm vastness of the, the the universe like we're like a speck of dust traveling around like the galaxy like just imagine like to that scale um but yeah i mean even our oceans like they they haven't been really um completely explored yet either bro people are trying to explore space the oceans i'm out here trying to explore downtown in my city (laughs) you know i'm out here trying to just get out of the house and like take a walk like go oh look there's some bushes near where i park my car cool true true um I think jumping back into sort of this being disconnected and uh, I think some good mechanisms for for coping with that, right? If you're ever in a situation where you're you've gotten you've gotten disconnected, right? Like you haven't chosen to be disconnected, but you've gotten disconnected. Uh, I think some things to remember are, you know, look back on. One, you can think about how you can get reconnected. if That's what you want to do. Right. You can focus on your current situation and see what you can do to make the best of it. You know, in the um, in the case of Tonga, right, uh, the people there, yes, are disconnected, but they still have access to obviously their medical services, their emergency services, you know, the, their police, like the country itself is still functional. They're just not to the outside world. It's hard for them to communicate. So in that situation, yeah, I mean, it, it, obviously it, it's going to suck because they can't get information out. Information's not coming in. Um, you know, they probably can't access their 
TikToks or Instagram stories or whatever else it may be. Um, but there is always something you can do, right? Maybe they can um, try to help fix it, right? Or figure out something different. You know, having spare time, being bored, sort of uh, creates the opportunity for creativity, right? It makes us creative. Uh, if we're always busy doing stuff, they're, they're, we, our minds don't have enough time left for creativity. Uh, but when we have some quiet moments, when we can think, especially if there's a problem that we need to solve uh, and we don't have anything else to do, we can get pretty damn creative. Like, as humans, uh, we have the capacity to do that. And some people are more creative than others, but, you know, I think we all have some creativity in us and... In, in the right circumstances, we're able to let that shine. But, um, yeah, you know, if, if you're forced into a situation like that, again, the whole 911 thing, if you do need emergency services, you can always dial 911. If there's any cell tower nearby, your phone will connect. Um, you can always uh, send a text message. I think that's one of the big ones that everyone always talks about. If you're ever stranded, right? If you go hiking or something and get stranded out there, uh, the best thing you can do is to figure out where you are. Stay there if you can, right? Because um, if you move, it's going to be hard for people to find you. But if you need water, whatever, you know, find your source of water, find a place where you can survive and then stay there. Figure out where that is, right? Your coordinates, whatever it is, your location, Text that to someone and then turn off your phone to preserve battery. And then, you know, every couple hours you turn it on to check in uh, and then you turn it back off. And that way you're preserving battery. People know your location. Hopefully someone is on the way to save you. Um, if you're with the car and you lose service, you know, you can always just turn around, drive back and you'll get service back. Um, and, you know, if you're someone that if you're planning on doing that, right, if you're not in that situation, but you're planning on getting disconnected, right? Just do some planning in advance. If you know you're gonna go backpacking and there's gonna be no cell service, there's gonna be nothing, uh, maybe, you know, take some wilderness classes, take some wilderness first aid, some survival classes, whatever it may be. Uh, make sure you pack the right gear. Um, and as a last resort, you can always, you know, there's, there's services out there where you can rent uh, satellite phones. And you can rent a satellite phone for the you know, a couple days you'll be backpacking, throw in your backpack, uh, and just have it in there for emergencies. Um, I was, you know, I was, we're, we're going to be going to Big Bear uh, just for a couple days uh, to get away. And we were looking at houses in Big Bear. And one of these houses, it, it was it was pretty funny. One of these houses, like the first two sentences right at this house, like, whatever, charming house and Big Bear, blah, blah, blah. Um, we do not offer Wi-Fi or any kind of internet service so you can disconnect and connect with nature. So, like, they're marketing the fact that their house is disconnected as a perk for people to go. Um, now, you know, for some people, it's probably a turnoff. And, uh, you know, for the people I'm going with, that wasn't really going to happen. <laughs> But, uh, you know, for some people, it might be it might be something that they're looking for if they want to um, take some time not to be on the Internet, uh, you know, 
I don't know, bond with each other, to bond with nature, whatever it may be. Um, it might be something that, that they want to do. All I'm saying is if I was renting out my place as an Airbnb and I didn't want to pay the monthly fee to have internet, I would just say, no internet, please disconnect and be one in nature. <laughs> True. I mean, they're uh, doing some really great yeah. marketing. Right? Like, that's that's good, right? Like, disconnect, be one, go on a hike. You're like, dang, I don't need I don't need internet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad you idea. Know? I might just get an Airbnb and turn off the electricity, too. And say, reconnect with nature. Find your inner uh, hunter-gatherer, right? You don't need electricity. Start your own fire. You know, uh, whatever. Here are some activities you can do without any electricity. You don't need lights. Here are some torches. That's That's a great point. I'll buy a plot of land in the middle of the desert out here in California. I'll Airbnb it as a naked and afraid situation you know it's like a reverse escape room you got to build a fire and, and live it gets cold it's a desert <laughs> you got to build yourself you know? a shelter yeah and at the end of it and then you if gotta... they build the shelter then i'll rent that out after because it's on my property no at the end of it they works. have to burn the shelter down oh some burning man shit okay um <laughs> exactly fine. but yeah i mean any anything else i think that's all i had to say as far as being disconnected and this topic goes did you have anything else you wanted to talk about matt no it was all really good i had i had a thought about something but then my brain disconnected and it was just like like oh going back to what we were talking about the whole cloud thing and you know rain and downloading and all that stuff uh, I, re- I read something online the other day and i thought it was hilarious so um these uh these two boys when they were young right one of them was like using uh, extra virgin olive oil or something, right? And someone made a joke about, you know, why is it called, or not a joke, but someone was like, why is it called extra virgin? And then one of the brothers was like, oh, because like, you know, no one's had sex with the olives before they were made into, you know, into olive oil, right? As a joke. So they laugh about it. And uh, and th- th- this just keeps happening, right? Apparently, like, you know, they're with the rest of their family and they just keep making these jokes about all this stuff. And then one day, like, I think he was saying, like, seven years later or something, uh, they're at their family's house again. And um, and the, the, their, their mom, like, brings out some extra virgin olive oil. And uh, someone's, like, you know, makes a comment about what kind of olive oil is that. And mom's like, oh, it's, like, extra virgin. Everyone starts giggling. And so these brothers are like, oh, like, you know, I wonder why everyone's giggling because they thought it was their thing. So they're like, you know, what? What are you guys laughing about? They're like, oh, we know that, you know, this olive oil uh, hasn't, you know, no one's had sex with these olives before they were made into olive oil. <laughs> and these brothers are like, what do you mean? <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> so their family believed them, <laughs> started telling, like, their family friends about this. And so, like, their family friends started believing it. So, like, they, like just spread like this like all this misinformation about about how why extra virgin olive oil is called extra virgin olive oil (laughs) and they're like it was a joke between like two young kids like why would you guys take that seriously so they had to like sit them down and explain like that is not why it's extra virgin olive oil (laughs) all right thank you all for listening stay safe stay healthy um and you know 
prepare for disconnection or spend some time being disconnected if you'd like. Uh, it's our turn to disconnect. Have a good one.